You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Are we calling the big night for Jonathan Taylor? Over on the rushing. Let's do All right. it. I think so. I think so. Yeah. I, and I, I don't think it's an outlandish total. What are we looking at? 83 and a half for Jonathan Taylor? Yeah, if it was 90, I'd, I'd be a little worried, but 83 and a half sounds about right. Right back to offense. Go to Colts. Wow. Taylor's gone. Jonathan Taylor. Goodbye. Touchdown. Indy. As he crossed the tape at the goal line. 78 yards. And this is a nightmare for the Jets. Welcome on in. Beck UL Daily presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth here on a Friday morning, a football Friday. What a ton of week nine to get to at Egros of FanDuel later in the show. We will hit on every week nine game, our thoughts on, on how it's all going to play out coming up Sunday and Monday. And we start with a little reaction to the beginning of week nine here, guys, last night with the Colts winning and covering. Though that cover, I mean, that cover was in doubt, late. And that game was so weird. Like, it, I don't, I'm not surprised the Colts smashed the Jets' defense, right? Like, the Colts win their right on offense. Great running game. Wentz was efficient and good last night. That's not surprising. But when the Jets lost Mike White and the game started to go the way it went, I was like, oh, that takes the fun out of the game, right? They're just going to get smoked. Josh Johnson just got there yesterday. He's like a million years old. But he actually moved the football, too. And in the fourth quarter, Joe, I'm sitting there saying, Am I am I going to cover this? Are the Jets going to cover this? And they almost did. Whale play, fade Chelsea Messinger. It worked if you listened. You take the Colts, and there were no concerns. But you're right. There, I, I'm at the end. I'm like, really? We had the game covered from start to finish for the most part. I know it was seven seven, but at one point it was forty two to ten. Forty two to ten. I mean, that's how much when you get to that double digits area, but it, it, it's never safe, never safe yeah. in the NFL. Come on, Colts defense. I know you didn't care at the very end. It's all garbage time. But my goodness, 45 to 30. Did anybody have 75 points last night? Anybody, anybody see that coming no. between these, these, uh, these two squads? Um, the props that everybody was talking about, we were talking about there. You heard it in the open. Jonathan Taylor just smashes it. Uh, 19, 172 and two touchdowns. If you went way over on the yards, if you went the two plus touchdowns, we addressed that one that got home on the other side was interesting. The Carter one. Now we, we expected obviously Mike white to be out there. Now Johnson, not Josh Johnson, the entire night, uh, that he'd be involved in the passing game. He had one catch for 37 yards. I believe it was 37 and a half at the time of yesterday's show. But if you got that early, you went over that. It was one catch with only two targets. Uh, but last night, I I was uh, I was thrilled. I was sweating at minus 10, but I, I was uh, happy because it was pretty, pretty stress-free in all of the survivor pools. I used about half of my picks on the Colts. So you nice. did well. That's good. Yeah, that yeah. worked. That, so that's great. So, look, we had a good night as a show, but I was on the Jets plus 10 and a half, so I was sweating that at the end. And, and you know what I was just hearing over and over in my head as I'm sweating the Jets plus ten and a half? I was hearing this. This was this was what's in my head last night as I was watching the end of that game. Do you believe in life in the Jets? I can feel something inside me say I really don't think they'll win again. No, 
This no, reminds I'm... me of one of those American Idol tryouts where, like, they show the different. William Hung. <laughs> And you're just she like, bangs. Oh she bangs. I want to root for this person because, yeah. Um, so but, uh, hey. does that mean we're the judges? Does that mean we're the, the American <laughs> Idol judges? Hold on a sec. Joe's like the one a... saying, get out. <laughs> you're That's Simon. Like... Joe is Simon. <laughs> Joe yeah, always that, Simon. That's accurate. That's accurate. Does that allow just me Paula. to be Randy Jackson? Because <laughs> no one's ever compared me to Randy Jackson before. I'll be, yeah. I'll be Paula. <laughs> You, yeah, I mean, yeah, Eric and me, Paula. I mean, if anybody's Randy Jackson, I think of Joe G, 100%. Seriously, I'll give you a little cold-hearted snake later in the show. Uh, that is, that, that was going through your head during the game? Oh, that's a nightmare. Not only are you watching your boy, Carson Wentz, you got that song going through your head, and uh, you weren't coming close to the cover most of the night. By the way, I am upset. The one time I bet on Carson Wentz to have a bad game, which is usually not a bad bet. He has, like, the best game of the season. I was so mad. I only did a little sprinkle on the over .5 interceptions, but it did not hit. I was very disappointed. I will say on the Wentz game, and he played well last night, very well last night, we were we were correct on how it would play itself out. It just was weird, right? He, he was under his, his attempts, so hit that. Barely, he went right? Over, barely. He went yeah. over his, his uh, completions because he had a really efficient game. But if you yeah. told me before the game he was only going to have 31 attempts, I would have said, yeah, he's going to be under 21 completions, right? That would have been – that would have felt right. And he just goes 22 of 31, so he got over one under the other. And then the yards, I mean, can the Jets' defense – I mean, yeah. can they wait show up? Like, they were guys I mean, wide open. I was not expecting the Jets' defense to be that bad. I mean, they need to be in the film room. That was horrible. The, <laughs> the Colts' offensive line just tortured the front seven. It was – it's embarrassing. I was counting on them to make life difficult for Carson Wentz, and they did not show up for that game last night. Well, that was that's why I wanted to bring up yesterday. Um, there was an obsession about Mike White. What is he really looking at that matchup of the Jets offense against the Colts defense? But the the Colts offense with all of their offensive linemen back going against that horrendous Jets defense, I, I felt like that was underrated. Now, I never expected 45 points. Never expected something like that. I just didn't think the Jets would score enough. I mean, I didn't think the Jets would get to 30. Um, but... Uh, this is, I'll ask you a question, which is impossible to answer. Just want to get your quick thoughts on it. Uh, on the Colts side, so they get to 45. One of them was a, a trick play with an offensive lineman scoring a touchdown. One of them was a play that was overturned for a touchdown right before halftime. They got it right with the review, yeah, I, overturning I it. But you don't know that that's always going to happen. You know, White had an impressive drive very early. If he's healthy that entire game, is it a game? Yeah, I know I it was a blowout is. for most of it, but maybe that is a game. And I, I was the guy that was that was all aboard fade Mike White. But, boy, I maybe that injury was lucky if uh, if you were on my side with Indy. I agree. I, I just think the game would have been different, right? The Colts may still have had a good offensive game, but the Jets might have had some more offense in the first half. Maybe the game just would have played itself out differently. Yeah, it was disappointing when Mike White went down. He became like a folk hero in like 10 minutes. It's like, oh, Mike White's out of this game? Why am I watching, Aaron? Well, I thought the same thing. I know Joe O was all about fading Mike White slash Smith. Um, <laughs> hyphenated. Dash, uh, yeah. <laughs> Dash. Um, but, 
you know, that was, I saw so many people taking all these Mike White props on social media, just jumping mm. on the bandwagon, and they probably are regretting that. Uh, also, yeah. I wanted to point out, the Colts posted the highest single-game rushing total in the NFL this season, 260. Whew. Yeah, it's significant. And we talked earlier in the week about the rushing leader who could lead the NFL in rushing yards. Look, Jonathan Taylor, I think, was 3-1. to one. That wasn't where we were going to find real value. You were on Najee Harris, Joe, and we talked about Lamar Jackson maybe still having a chance to do this. But if he doesn't get hurt, he's going to lead the NFL in rushing. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's incredible yeah. right now. I was going to bring up the same thing. I went to check that this morning. Where he is, boy, is he out in front. If we're removing, of course, Derrick Henry from the conversation for now uh, due to the injury, Taylor has 821 rushing yards. That is 237 more than anybody else after Henry. Uh, Chubb, it's like that, that mix of Chubb, Mixon, Zeke. All those guys are bunched up together. 237. What's remarkable about Chubb is while Taylor has a 237 lead over Chubb, Chubb has played three fewer games. Because he missed time. And a bye? And a, yeah, right. Exactly. So, you know, if Taylor doesn't miss any time, if, if anybody's going to catch him, Chubb will. I, I'll be curious today to see if they adjust those numbers because some of those players that we talked about in the mix, they should drop back a little bit today. I know a lot of people were betting on, uh, on Najee Harris, too, because the yeah. other day he went from 100 down to 66, and I think in some places down to 50 to 1. But uh, those numbers should go back up because if you want to keep pace, you're going to probably have to go for at least 200 this weekend. Yeah, and look, we don't know how teams evolve and how the, what kind of games they're going to be in, but it's pretty clear the Colts' offense runs through Jonathan Taylor in the run game. That, oh, yeah. That's how they want to play, and he's a really, really good back. All right, so the Colts win last night. They cover, although they almost didn't. We lose Mike White, which is very sad, and the Jets stick. Now let's look ahead a little bit to Sunday, guys. Um, there is a big... There is something big going on. This reminds me of last week with Dak Prescott, where the line is is almost screaming to us that something is is amiss here. So like something's different, something's wrong with with Kyler Murray because the number has now moved. So uh, we don't know if Kyler Murray's in or out. That hasn't been announced yet. But Arizona was at one point a three point favorite in the game in San Francisco on Sunday. Last check, we were at the Niners, our two point favorites in this game. Mm -hmm. I think we have some audio here of Zach Ertz who just arrived to the uh, Cardinals a couple weeks ago. Here's him talking about the quarterback situation, and uh, it certainly sounds like he's given us some, maybe a clue on what's going on here. Obviously, um, Kyler's a phenomenal football player. Um, he's going to be missed out there. Um, our anticipation is that he's going to do everything he can to play. Um, but we got a lot of confidence in Colt. You know, the NFL injuries happen. Guys are going to miss a game here and there. Um, and the next guy's got to stand up. And Colt's been working his butt off this week on the practice field in case he does have to go and does have to be the quarterback. Um, and we got a lot of confidence in Colt just based on him being in the league this long. You see it out there each and every day and why he is a really good quarterback. Um, so we got a lot of confidence in him, um, and we'll be ready for whoever plays. <laughs> yeah, Aaron, that sure sounds like we're seeing Colt McCoy on Sunday. I, I like Colt McCoy. I know a lot of people shake their heads at him, but I've seen a lot of him in Washington. Jay Gruden was really high on him, and he stepped up whenever he needed to. Um, he's a good leader. If there's a backup that I trust, it's Colt McCoy. Yeah, he does throw interceptions and make some bad mistakes, but that's why he's a backup. But I think he's solid. Obviously, I want the Niners in this one now. I am definitely on the Niners. It does not sound like Kyler is going to play at all, especially after listening to that end. 
Jimmy Garoppolo played well last week. Uh, he passed for 322 yards, ran for two touchdowns. Um, Elijah Mitchell was great. The Niners need a win here this week. I mean, this is kind of like I hate saying must win, but this is an important game for them, and I expect them to step up and get the W. I bet uh, Niners money line yesterday. It's it's obvious. Kyler's out. He's not going to play. And when this becomes official, we're at two this Friday morning. Uh, it's going to go to three. And are we going to get past the three? Remember uh, where we were on the look ahead? It was Arizona minus three. We're going to get to San Francisco minus three. But does it go past that number? Does it go from one three through the zero to the other three? Or even past it at three and a half? Remember, there were some spots uh, when the DAC news be- finally became official on Sunday. They decided to go to four and a half. The Vikings favored by four and a half, which was an extreme move. This is by far the most quarterback information we've seen all year. Like, it's not even close. This is wild from game to game. Like, half the board has QB questions right now sitting here on Friday. Which makes this, me feel like we're getting a wacky Sunday where you, we, people don't know which way to go on these games. And, it, you know, yeah. some of these backups will win. We saw it last week. Some of these backups will win. Um, to go to Aaron's point about Colt McCoy, he's, he's not horrendous, right? He's been around long enough. And I believe, if, I might be wrong on this, but my, I have a memory of him last year. Did he not, was he not the Giants quarterback the day they, the Giants upset the yeah. Seahawks and Russell Wilson last December? Oh, was last he December. in that game? Yeah, yeah I remember Jones, that one. Yeah, Jones was banged up last would, year. Late would you this feel, season. Would you played. feel better about McCoy if uh, if he's been with Kingsbury in Arizona longer than just this season? Like that's kind of my thought process. Like with Jordan Love or some of these right. other guys that have been sitting around. Uh, Cooper Rush has been there a couple of years, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like Colt McCoy is the kind of guy who is studying the playbook, though. I mean, he's sure. been in the league a long time, and he's the type of guy who I just see him as a leader. And he's very confident, and I, I'm sure he's going to be prepared. Would you take them when it gets past the three or two three? Would you take um, Arizona? They're underdogs by a field goal. I think that I would be expecting a miracle out of McCoy. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I we're just saying it's not going to be a blowout. I don't feel right. I don't feel co- yes. I don't feel confident doing that, but I I don't think it's good. It'll be closer than people think. I think a lot of okay. people just want to fade Colt McCoy. But I don't think he's that bad. I did San Francisco money line. Yeah. yeah, I think that's the right play. I just wonder by the end of the show, will Aaron and I tease up Colt McCoy and back McCoy and all those points on Sunday? That's going to be the real question. Uh, but I, mm. I'm with you, Aaron. I don't think McCoy's horrendous. But the last time they played, it was a low-scoring defensive game. And that was with Kyler in there. So it wasn't like the Arizona offense did a ton last time Ooh, they played. Colt McCoy interception could be a good prop. Uh, you, you just talk, talk, talk on him a leader. Now we're yeah, you're all over the play. play. Oh, he's right. He'll respond. I don't. I don't hate him, but one intercept. I don't know what the prop is, but he's he's due for one or two, I would think. Yes, that, that that's fair. <laughs> Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth. This is Becky Daily. Some call us American Idol. We got a lot to talk about here on this Football Friday. We'll come up. We'll start lining them up. Week nine in the NFL. Our favorite games and the ones that you need to know everything about. That's coming up. Joe Gilio. Uh, Joe Ostrowski, of course, Aaron Hawksworth, Becky Wall Daily, presented as always by Fan Duel Sportsbook. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily, presented by Fan Duel Sportsbook.